Hi, I'm Arti Segal, and you're listening to ADA Live. Yo. Hi, let's roll. Let's go. Hello, everyone. On behalf of the Southeast ADA Center, the Burton Blatt Institute at Syracuse University, and the ADA National Network, welcome to ADA Live. I'm Pam Williamson, Assistant Director of the Southeast ADA Center. Listening audience, if you have any questions about the Americans with Disabilities Act, or ADA, you can use the online form anytime at adalive.org or call the Southeast ADA Center at 404-541-9001. All calls are free and confidential. Synergy's work is the largest nonprofit in the United States that enables entrepreneurs with disabilities to build sustainable micro-enterprises. They provide end-to-end business solutions and bridge the opportunity gaps between the disability and the business communities. Synergy's work believes that by empowering entrepreneurs with disabilities, they can create a more inclusive society and a better world for all. Synergy's work is a personal mission of its founder, Artie Segal. Her vision stems from her life experiences as a parent of a young adult with Down syndrome who is constantly challenging the bias of low expectations that excludes people with disabilities from living their true potential. During this episode of ADA Live, we talked with Artie about the organization she founded, Synergy's Work, and her personal mission to create inclusive communities and workforce strategies for people with disabilities. Artie, welcome to today's program. Hi, Pam. Welcome. Thanks for inviting me today. Now, Artie, you and I have been colleagues for quite a while. So, and most recently, we served together on the board of directors of the Georgia Association of People Supporting Employment First, or Georgia APSE, A-P-S-E, while working to promote employment first in Georgia. We asked you to be our guest on ADA Live today to talk about the organization you founded, Synergy's Work. So what is the story behind Synergy's Work and who or what inspired you? As you shared, Pam, uh, I'm a mother of two sons. I, my younger son has Down syndrome. He was born in India uh, in 2000. And at that time, there weren't many resources for uh, people with disabilities. But so Amit, my husband and I made a simple promise to ourselves that we would provide him with the same resources and opportunities as our oldest son. And it is this mission that has promised that we made that has guided my journey all along. Uh, when he was four years old, we got transferred to United States, Atlanta here. And I realized very fast, very soon that uh, what the law promised us for education for Angad was not really happening and unfolding like that on the ground. And it made me pause and rethink what I needed to do. And I wanted to wrap around my head around why is there a gap? Why are there two worlds that exist today, one for people with disabilities and one without? 
And so how can I uh, bridge that gap? It started with Angat, but uh, it's that promise that has evolved over the years uh, to continue to uh, find a solution to bridging the two worlds that continue to exist amidst us for everybody. I started working with the parent to parent of Georgia and then very soon started working as a consultant to Georgia Council on Developmental Disabilities, looking at building real communities and uh, also worked on projects. And it was still not talking about economic inclusion in the real sense six years ago or so. My older son, when he quit his uh, job with a bank to start do his first startup, it made me realize that while he would have the opportunity to do this work, start a company, fail, and hopefully start again, that same opportunity would not be provided to Angad and other people with disabilities. And that's what got me thinking, researching on how do people with disabilities start their businesses? Where are the resources? And who is welcoming them into their spaces? And it is out of this research that Synergy's work was born. And as the name suggests, it's all about building synergies between the disability community and the business community. Well, Artie, that is a powerful story, and we appreciate you sharing it with us. What is the primary mission and focus of Synergy's work? What we say is the purpose is to build one world where people with disabilities belong. And our mission is to be the premier startup hub, which caters to entrepreneurs across the entire entrepreneurial journey. Whether you are a person who is thinking of setting up a business, we want to provide you that resources, or you are scaling your business, we want to provide you with those resources. Our primary goal is therefore to bridge the disability wealth gap through entrepreneurship. That's what we do. And as the name suggests, it's about building synergies. The programs that we offer through Synergies Work are for folks who founders with disabilities. And it's not that we're doing anything different from all the other accelerators in the country, in the world. It's just that it is creating a community and representation of disabled founders in the country, which prides itself on, you know, living your American dream, business-centered, and for employment and enterprise being the primary goal there. So that's what we do simply, bridge that disability wealth gap through entrepreneurship. It's obvious that with part of your mission to being improving the lives of people with disabilities who want careers as business owners and opportunities opportunities that there's been a great impact. So what would you say has been one of the greatest impacts of Synergy's work? If I can sum it up, the one great impact is that when someone walks out of the program and is able to pursue their passion and their dream and live their life with purpose. And how do we say that is that being an entrepreneur, being a founder is difficult for everybody. It's not an easy passion or a path. Uh, it requires a lot of hard work. Uh, and over that, if you have the added presentation of a disability, then it becomes one more thing. But at the same time, I say that having a disability actually uh, sets you up for success because you have an entrepreneurial mindset. You, as an entrepreneur, you are a person who is always looking at opportunities in the problems or the difficulties that you face. 
and many people with disabilities are constantly navigating this ableistic world every day in the morning. So they know how to face a challenge. They know how to make use of a problem and find a solution. So they have an added advantage. You know, it was really in the fall of 2020 that we started our Accelerator program. And since then, we have served 300 entrepreneurs across the nation. We are currently have founders from more around 20 states. We did a mid-year review uh, impact for our organization for the first time in 2023. And the numbers from there show that the entrepreneurs, after completing the program, have the average first year revenue for them is more than $8,000. And they are able to hire at least two additional people uh, apart from themselves within the first two years. The first two years for any business are the most critical years. 50% of businesses fail in the first two years. And we find that our average is five times better than the national average for all businesses across the spectrum. So uh, for me, it is when an entrepreneur comes back and tells me that they have hired another person or they are excited in the morning to get up and tackle the day and they feel that they are fulfilled and they're happy or they refer us to someone else. That's a success for us right there. That is so exciting. 300 people served since the fall of 2020. These businesses are getting started and hiring other people. So tell us, do you have any specific examples of success stories you can share? Right here in Atlanta, there is this young person called Jasmine Duffy. Uh, she's a spoken word artist and a music engineer. She was uh, one of the national basketball uh, players in the country before she lost uh, her vision. And that changed the trajectory of her life. She since then has became a sound engineer and uh, she learned how to produce without sight and adopted a spoken word persona called Blinded by Ambition. She joined our program last year. She has since then performed in a lot of places, including the Eddie Awards that we started in 2023. She has performed at the Georgia APSI conference recently, and recently she launched her own apparel and printing business also, and she creates merch that is streetwear and provides the same services for other artists, local artists in Atlanta. There is a gentleman in Tennessee, Ashton Gilbert, who, you know, like many other students with disabilities as they graduate out of school, have, uh, you know, it's like falling off the cliff with no future. So during the COVID times, his mom actually runs some business and she had a whole bunch of cartons lying around. And that was his job that was assigned to him was to break down the cartons and recycle them. And out of that came this business idea. Uh, and he started a recycling company. He came to us again in last year. And since then, Ashton has started uh, not only uh, uh, get earning a revenue of more than $20,000 per annum. He has, we were able to give him a little grant. He has his own air-conditioned van now. And they're thinking about scaling and scaling, even doing franchise, because now they get calls from other people across the country to see how they can use uh, their system and their model of uh, business to scale. 
There is a young gentleman in LA who runs a soap business. It's called Trev's Trades. Uh, the same story. A mom and Trevor started this organic soap business. Um, he has a following of more than 100,000 people on social media. His soaps are so beautiful and so great to look at, not only great to smelling and uh, organic, uh, that as soon as he opens up his shop, they outsell themselves and the problem now that they're facing, which is a good problem of how to scale their business. Again, a huge success story. They've already moved on to a new facility, hired some people. Having this uh, dilemma of making sure that they are uh, matching the sales demand that they have now. Well, the three you have shared are just absolutely awesome. And I have had the privilege of hearing Jasmine Duffy speak, and she is quite the powerhouse. I would like to transition here for a moment. And Synergy's work has got all this great thing, stuff going on. So how are you different than other organizations that might have similar goals? What separates us is our single-minded purpose behind the organization, that we are a catalyst between the disability and the business community. In the ideal scenario, there should not be a place for an organization like Synergy's work. Every accelerator in the country should be opening their doors and welcoming people with diverse minds and diverse bodies into their accelerators, because it's only why when we think differently and we bring in different perspectives, that innovation happens. And in the world where we are talking about disability innovation, technology innovation, I am sometimes flabbergasted and frustrated that we are not yet talking and welcoming these diverse perspectives. But the things are changing and it is hoping, I'm hoping that I don't think it's very far where really the voices of uh, diverse voices uh, of people with disabilities would be heard and listened to. In terms of our programming, I think we are, our biggest strength is that we are building a community of entrepreneurs with disabilities. Uh, representation matters, I believe, very strongly in that. Our team is all entrepreneurs, actually, who have gone through the program and they are the ones who lead the program. So their perspectives and their learnings are very important and critical in the programming that we do. We have an online platform, the Community Hub, which is free to everyone to join. And this is one of the unique platforms where uh, we have close to 300 entrepreneurs. That's, I think, what is very encouraging because uh, when I uh, we have community meetups regularly, and these are the community meetups which are not necessarily only about business, but they are about life. And uh, it's about the synergies that each founder brings to the table. A person might be a blind uh, graphic designer, and there might be another business who is looking for a graphic designer. And that's, that's where the body system happens. Hey, listen, I can do this for you. Or can you open that door for me? It's not always that, you know, we need to look outside. It's within the community, there is so much of richness of, uh, and wealth of experience and networks that's that happen really on that things. And everything that we share, everything, article, resources, conversations have been created by 
our own founders hear from the founders that they felt that they were the only ones in this world till they entered the cohort and said, huh, we are not alone. There's so many other people like us. And so that gives them the encouragement. And knowing that they can be vulnerable in that space and there'll be somebody who will support them. Well, I just love that you're building community and really helping to connect the businesses and so folks can learn from one another. Well, Artie, you have provided great information so far. We're going to give a chance for our ADA Live listening audience to submit questions on this or any other topic at adalive.org or call the Southeast ADA Center at 404-541-9001. And now a word from our episode sponsor, Synergies Work. Synergies Work helps entrepreneurs with disabilities turn their visions into reality. With the largest community of disability-led startups in the United States, Synergies Work connects disabled entrepreneurs with the resources, networks, and communities they need to launch, grow, and scale their businesses. Learn more about Synergies Work by visiting their website at synergieswork.org. Welcome back, everyone. I'm Pam Williamson with the Southeast ADA Center, and our guest today is Artie Segal, and she is the founder and chief executive officer of the nonprofit organization Synergies Work. We've been talking about how Synergies Work builds inclusive communities and creates successful employment strategies for individuals with disabilities. We know that collaboration is fundamental in growing nonprofit organizations. So how does Synergies work collaborate with other organizations, businesses, and communities to achieve its goals? Yeah, you're right, Pam. There is no work that can be done without collaboration. That's the primary focus of Synergies work is to partner. So we partner with almost every disability organization. We are constantly sharing stories and opportunities that uh, might come through Synergy's work with all the disability organizations. We engage the business community. Uh, Not only just, we are not looking for only sponsorships. It's a long-term partnership that we are looking for. So whether it is through mentorship or through having a conversation on diversity and disability for their teams, a lunch and learn, or sponsoring any of the events. It's a broader concept because there are so many organizations in the ecosystem that are supporting small business growth. And we would love for them to hear about and consider welcoming Uh, founders with disabilities into their network. So it increases and expands their bandwidth, their footprint, and it allows them an opportunity to look into this really very diverse population, which we do masterclasses every month. And that's another opportunity for business leaders, uh, subject matter experts to come and share on a particular topic. And finally, uh, last year in 2023, we started the Eddy Awards, and I'll share here, um, you know, uh, we won an award from the Truest Foundation uh, the year before that. And even at my age, I was so pleased to be recognized and, you know, to have that award ceremony. 
when I got back, it made me pause and think that we have so many entrepreneurs with disabilities who have not been recognized in the country. Uh, and I would say across the world, there, there is no award ceremony which talks about recognizing disabled founders. And out of that came this thing, let's start an award event. And we called it the EDI. EDI stands for Entrepreneurs Dedicated to Diverse and Inclusive Excellence, the better than the Oscars. Uh, where we roll out the red carpet. There are five different categories in which we ask for applications um, from the entrepreneurs, uh, whether you're a newcomer or you are going for your seed funding or you have a brick and mortar business or a technology business. Everybody is welcome to apply. We have an independent judging body from across the country uh, who will decide on the, in these five categories. We fly in, all expenses paid, the winners in each category uh, to Atlanta for an evening of celebration. Uh, we uh, take care and have a designer business attire done for the uh, winners. Uh, we provide them with not only Entrepreneur of the Year Award, a recipient gets a $10,000 plus a whole bunch of wraparound services from business leaders for their business. And that's the, the idea is a celebration, a recognition of the work, but also actually going back to what we stand for building synergies, because I can stand and shout from the rooftop that there is so much of talent in this community, but till people don't see here for themselves, they will not believe it. I know it was a magical evening. It is really a joy for people to connect and see and meet such talent and have a fun day. So that's some of the ways that we are, we are working to build collaboration with the businesses across. And one of the other things that we have done is we have also launched the Synergies Market, which again is a free opportunity for all small business founders to come together. It's a platform uh, to sell their products and services uh, on the synergies market. Uh, it's a free of charge at this time. We are trying to bring the founders together. We are trying to reach out to individuals and corporations to see how we can bridge this supplier, vendor, buyer gap that exists. So if organizations believe in ESG, in supplier diversity, here is an opportunity where you can support individual vendors and uh, suppliers and encourage them to grow so that they can join your diversity team uh, goals. So that's a few of the ways that over the years we have built. Well, Artie, this really shows to me how Synergy's work has taken one of my favorite quotes and made it come to life. Helen Keller said, alone we can do so little, together we can do so much. And so you have made that come alive and congrats on the truest award. So yeah. I know that that was a quite the honor for you and your organization. Yeah, you've talked about many unique things that you've done. And of course, the COVID-19 pandemic really brought about unprecedented challenges for people with disabilities and organizations worldwide. Were there some unique and innovative solutions that Synergy's work put into place to navigate these challenges? <laughs> it's interesting you asked me this question. We started as an art incubator 
in uh, uh, before that and we were working with artists with disabilities and everything was in a space bound by space we were we had an honor of doing again of course building partnerships with corporations so we had the honor of being invited to the coca-cola campus and we did a huge exhibition there of artists for a couple of weeks we were at that time just before the pandemic broke we were invited to the uh, capital uh, i remember the day we had that show i had to call in in the morning and say huh no i don't think we can risk the health of our folks and then everything happened and it was a time which was like made us pause and rethink our strategy i say this jokingly many times uh, that during the pandemic all of us discovered internet earlier our thinking was bound by physical spaces but we allowed ourselves to use this period as an opportunity to see how else can could we serve and out of this uh, time of reflection we actually expanded our reach and network and our programming from an art incubator we became a business incubator from being only georgia based we expanded our services across the nation and during this time there was has been and there is enough data and research that shows that across the nation we saw huge growth of entrepreneurship and self employment and this was true for folks with disabilities also there was a need that was not being fulfilled and it allowed us to serve the community better Well Artie it's obvious that you know you have made such great strides and that the pandemic really was a way for you to be able to rethink uh, not only for synergies work but for many of us about what we do so, so as we look to the future so what are your long term goals for synergies work for us there are three pillars of uh, growth that we are const- uh, looking at as an organization one is that the grassroots invigoration of entrepreneurship in the country we want the small businesses led and owned by people with disabilities to play an important role in the overall small business growth of the nation we want that to be recognized and want to support that we are looking at building more collective action together whether it is through the synergies market and expanding the platform so that constantly we are able to support and build sustainable businesses i believe that running a business is like running on a treadmill we always have to be constantly aware and keep running because if you stop you're going to fall and sometimes those supports and those bridge gaps that are there in the disability community to run a successful business we want to make sure we provide those supports through the platform that people can use and finally we want to provide money uh, and capital without money no business can run and there is little money for folks with disabilities to run their businesses successfully so we have launched the synergy seed fund uh, which is the uh, going to be the first uh, certified cdfi community development financial institution with the sole purpose of providing loans uh, to business ventures and equity stake to business ventures founded by people with disabilities and this is really the three pillars of change that we are targeting 
uh, in the years, in the next two to three years to come. Well, Artie, all of that sounds very exciting. And I know that some of our listeners may be interested in learning more about how they could get involved with Synergy's work. So what do you tell folks who would like to know more? Please come reach out. You can reach out to me directly. Uh, The best way to reach me is through synergies at synergieswork.org. We are always looking for talent. We are looking for people to give their time money and the resources. We're also, Pam, if I may say, we're looking for people to please mark your calendars for April 11th when the Eddie Awards are here at the Cobb Energy Center. If you know people who you believe are Eddie for the Eddie Awards, uh, please ask them to apply. All right. That sounds great. So obviously there are many ways for folks to get involved and I hope that uh, people will contact you. Well, Artie, you've shared phenomenal information with us today and uh, we are really excited about Synergy's work and showing how people with disabilities can become successful employees, business owners, and entrepreneurs. And it truly is an important example of the employment first goal, which is real jobs with real wages. So as we get ready to close for the day, what advice do you have for individuals who are passionate about creating positive change in the life of people with disabilities, but they're just not sure how to get started? I would say that Sometimes it's our own fears that stops us because we don't know fear of the unknown that stops us from taking the first step. Think beyond what you see or hear. Reach out to a friend, a person that you would have otherwise overlooked or not seen or heard. I think it is just a question of opening our heart and mind uh, and to possibilities. Every day, sometimes fear stops us because we it's a new territory. We don't know somebody, but you just have to make a small effort. Uh, and the ripple effect, it can be tremendous. Well, Artie, it's obvious that you and Synergy's work and your team have been a huge part of the ripple effect and the impact on so many people with disabilities. And we look forward to hearing more stories in the future. We hope that... Uh, Everyone has enjoyed our conversation with Artie Segal, the founder and chief executive officer of Synergy's Work, a global nonprofit organization based in Atlanta, Georgia. And Synergy's Work is the largest nonprofit in the United States that enables entrepreneurs with disabilities to build sustainable businesses. Now, listeners, we thank you again for joining us for this episode of ADA Live. You may access all ADA Live episodes with archived audio, accessible transcripts, and resources on our website at adalive.org. You may also listen to the SoundCloud ADA Live channel at soundcloud.com forward slash ADA Live. And you can download ADA Live to your mobile device and your podcast app by searching for ADA Live. If you have questions about the Americans with Disabilities Act, we encourage you to use the online form anytime at adalive.org or contact your regional ADA center at 800-949-4232. All calls are free and confidential. 
ADA Live is a program of the Southeast ADA Center, the Burton Blatt Institute at Syracuse University, and a collaboration with the Disability Inclusive Employment Policy Rehabilitation Research and Training Center. Our producer is Celestia Orazda with Sheree Hoffman, Mary Mortar, Marsha Schwanke, Chase Coleman, and Barry Whaley. Our music is from Four Wheel City, the Movement for Improvement. We look forward to having you join us for the next episode.